You're listening to the Early Edition Podcast with Kate Hawksby from Newstalk ZB. The Housing Ministry has done a bit of work with landlords, which shows they blame changes to the tenancy laws as the reason they've been pushing up rents. Around a quarter put up rents in the six months prior to May, and often uh, they cite the reason for the increase as being achieving healthy home standards and the other legislation. Brad Olson, Infometrics economist and CEO, is with us to chew through this this morning. Morning, Brad. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thanks. Healthy homes legislation, uh, the whole business about tenancies and what have you, reason or excuse? Oh, well, I think I think it might be a little bit of running cover there. I mean, are you really going to tell the government survey that you threw up rent uh, just because you wanted to make more money? That, that, that doesn't seem like the sort of thing that most landlords would as freely admit to. Um, I think it, it, we know that costs have been increasing uh, when it comes to what it costs to run a rental, but I do think we've got to be a bit careful about stating rental increases recently purely down to um, these changes in government legislation. You'll well remember throughout periods of COVID-19 where the cost of running a rental fell quite considerably. You know, mortgage rates had fallen quite a lot. I can tell you personally, Tim, I did not see my rental prices go down. So this is not a full cost recovery business. We know that actually a lot of the time it's uh, supply and demand that is driving where rents are moving. So this is part of the story. It gives us some information. But as well as that, the largest uh, category when asked why you'd moved rents recently was simply because you hadn't moved them in the last year. So we know there's already a propensity to move rents regardless given that supply and demand imbalance. What about the interest deductibility rules? Is that uh, taking much effect yet? Because it's a sliding scale arrangement, isn't it, as to when that kicks in? Absolutely. And and look, I think the answer to that question probably is a lot depends on who you talk to. Um, You're right in that it doesn't or hasn't fully come in. And so, uh, you know, some of the discussions that happened immediately after the changes around, you know, landlords wanting to sell up. Well, if we took all of the surveys that said that landlords were going to sell up because they, uh, you know, weren't going to be able to make things meet, we would have seen every rental in the country sold about four times over, according to most of those results. So I think it's important to keep in context here uh, that we haven't seen that massive sell-off. We have seen rents uh, increasing at a fast pace, that is true. Um, but I think when we look through the figures, you are likely to see that there will be more pressure on landlords going forward uh, who will be looking to put up rents because their costs will be going up. The question for the future is actually will they be able to uh, because we know that households are already pretty stretched when it comes to their incomes but we also know that there's a lot more supply coming online in the next year or two. More houses right. are being built and, and so the question then is if you're a landlord and you're trying to put up rents if your tenant has another option to go to, what are you going to do? Are you going to force that rental increase on and risk losing someone being in your house? Or are you going to be a bit more cautious about those rental increases? I think it will be the latter. What is real, though, is the things that landlords can't avoid, things like rates, uh, which all across the country are going up quite substantially. And I suspect we're going to see higher insurance costs as well. Is it actually, are we getting to a point where a rental property is not the investment it used to be yet? I think we are very much there. And I think that is by design because for too long we've been seeing things get out of kilter uh, when it came to the sort of pressures that you're seeing on the market and there is a distinction I think to draw here between uh, the average landlord who is often uh, you know someone who is looking at this as a long-term investment 
Uh, and, and But for a period of time over the last decade, there were more and more speculative investors. They were not the best landlords. They were looking to buy a house and then flick it off at some point, but needed someone to provide the cash flow to pay for that rental for a few years. But those ones are probably the issue. There's a lot of very good in, uh, investors, very good landlords out there that provide homes to an increasing proportion of the New Zealand population. I just think in the next few years, uh, what we're going to see is that there is still a difficulty around putting up rents even further, uh, but certainly acknowledge that there are increasing costs coming forward. It's not the sort of uh, a business that it was a few years back. But I don't think that we can kid ourselves that uh, being a landlord or is full cost recovery. Uh, because like I say, if that was the case, then rents should have come down during 2020. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.